Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? So, oh, hello. Uh, so what's go? What's up? Hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> um, first of all, I've missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. It's been a minute. I guess it hasn't really, but it feels like it has. It's Summertime. Like yeah. It's, lots hey. happened. Yeah, that's true. Both uh, personal and not personal. So, so, do you want to do you want to go into the personal and not personal, or? Oh, not really. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure some will come out during this. It'll I just, come out. Yeah. Just top of the hour. Uh, just so everyone's aware, we're not com- going to Ridgefield for the Fourth of July, and we're not going to Monroe for the twenty fourth. Um. We kind of came to this conclusion. Uh. On our own, I guess separately yeah. <laughs> uh, just that we're not filling it because I mean and I'm proud to be American or at least I know I'm free I listen to that song every uh, 4th of July but I'm not feeling very free since my autonomy has been taken away yeah so um, if you were planning on going to Richfield or Monroe for those things stop your plans because well specifically if you're going, plan on going for us, continue to yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want, but don't come for us. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna be there. I don't know what Kendra's doing. I'm not gonna be there. Um, I'm gonna probably be sitting in my room doing nothing because that's kind of the mood that this overturning of Roe v. Wade has gotten me in. Yeah. So we decided to do an episode where. We're going to just discuss some things that aren't savory in our American culture. And, you know, I think if you have a platform and you have, you know, you should talk about it. I think you should talk about it even if you don't have a platform. So. Well, Bobby um, wanted to talk about this. And I have this thing where I don't want to be noise or more noise when I don't I don't really have thoughts put together I have a lot of thoughts but they're not like cohesive and I didn't want to like be more noise and but then um Brooke Burroughs Hales um posted on her Instagram a quote and it said a question I find myself asking in countless contexts personal professional political as if those are separate contexts who does silence serve Who does silent serve? I ask myself. And the answer almost always encourages me to run my mouth. So after all of the resisting I did for, you know, I didn't want to really talk about things, but, you know, it really is important to talk about because if we're silent, then it's doing nobody any good. So, well, I think we have a unique fan base too, because everybody's not the same. Um, We have a lot of, quote-unquote Republicans and quote-unquote Democrats that, that both follow us. Um, and I don't want to be, like, shoved down your throaty about it, but if 
it's if one person listens to this and it can help them kind of understand they don't understand why it's important for us to have abortion rights like i don't ever want to get an abortion but my body is my it's my body (laughs) and if there's a situation like i'm very careful um but I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And just this whole thing of getting it taken away because of, I think it's Christian values um, that are overtaking the country, which is terrifying in and of, in of itself. Um, I don't know. I just kind of want people to be able to listen to this and understand someone else's perspective because that's what life's about, right? It's gaining other people's perspective. So, yeah. So when Friday morning we woke up and we all got a a notification from whatever news source we subscribe to that says Roe v. Wade was overturned, what was your first thought? Um, I was planning on it happening just because there was that leak and I have eyes. I can see what direction this country is going in. So I um, bought a a little supply of plan B pills. Um, I've already kind of taken a vow of celibacy these days anyways. Uh, so I was just like, okay, the muffin shop's closed. But honestly, I just felt really sad. And uh, it's this weird thing where they don't trust us to make that choice, but they trust us to raise a kid. And I just think about all the kids out there that weren't wanted and how bad that affects them. Um, a lot of serial killers are unwanted children. Uh, and I mean, I don't think I'm ever going to get knocked up or whatever. And I'm moving to Hawaii, which is a super blue state. Um, and But I'm just like, I just felt a little bit lost, kind of like, dis- like extremely disappointed. Yeah. Um, and scared too. How did you feel? Well, um, immediately I thought of my daughter, which I've been doing a lot these days because everything I'm doing is for her really right now. And I just thought about how I have sexually active single friends. I have friends who have received abortive services and it was an extremely hard decision for them to make but they did the decision for themselves um and i just thought about like if you remove safe abortions it doesn't stop abortions and about how in the 60s and 70s how people found their friends dead in bathrooms mm-hmm. from uh, unsafe abortions from at home abortions. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, just how devastated I am that, um, once again, it feels like in my, in, in a country that should be, uh, liberty and justice for all is just liberty and justice for white men. Yeah. And I just, I felt like a second class citizen once again. And uh, I just worry for my daughter and for what she's going to end up seeing and how terrifying that is for us. But I, 
don't think it can last. I don't think, you know, I don't think it's going to last. But the fact that there's... Because like I've read that 70% of people are for access to abortions. Yeah, pro-choice. Yeah. Um, like, nobody wants this. <laughs> well, and I think I think that touches the lives of people who had, you know, stillborn, like, had babies that were dangerous or dead, uh, that who wanted to get pregnant. My thing is, is... A, I don't want to ever get an abortion, but honestly, guys, look at me, listen to me, listen to my life. And would I ever, do I have any business having a kid? <laughs> like for real? There's so many people out there. There's like 600,000 kids in foster care. Like how many kids are at home that are being abused? You know, like you and I, we didn't go to foster care. <laughs> we should have. Uh, I don't think there's, I don't think there's enough room <laughs> for no, kids like us. Honestly, agreed. Like, and thank God that there's a system in place. And then abuse also happens in foster care. It's a whole other issue. But um, absolutely, I've thought about all of the time. When my mom told me, she tried to tell me how evil of a person my dad's family was because they my my mom left my dad when she was mm-hmm. three months pregnant around there and uh my father's family encouraged her to get an abortion Mm -hmm. because she's 18 years old she's uh having a child without a father you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. why this is an option she said no and so she made me feel like I mean, she made me feel like she was trying to say that they're bad people because they asked her to get an abortion. And I kind of... I think that was just more more of a dick to you to make you feel like you didn't have anyone, to be honest. I I actually was just like, why didn't you? Like, you obviously don't want me. You don't think I'm a very good person. You complain all the time about what a bad kid I am and how, how much you hope that I have a kid like me. Which, mm-hmm. newsflash, I do, and she's wonderful. Um, yeah, it, you're right. It made me feel very unwanted. And I was just like, why didn't you then? Exactly. Like, why didn't you? And then you look at, like, my family where, I mean, Jake and I are alive now. But my mom got pregnant with Jake when her and my dad were separated. They went to a Christmas party together. She got knocked up. Fuck. Ultimately, <laughs> um, perfect world she would have gotten abortion they would have broken up and she would have got her shit together you know what i mean yeah obviously obviously jake and i are alive now so you can't go back (laughs) but i've suggested abortion to my friends before who have went on to have children i don't feel bad about it no Um, it i it's it's 100 should be an option yeah and like knowing somebody has your back whether what like people there aren't very vocal about pro-choice i feel like if no. you're very vocal about pro-choice, you get labeled as a baby killer. And I'm not... I don't want babies to die. Me neither. But I also don't want them to be born in unwanted houses. Well, and I also feel like if it can live outside of my body, great. But if it can't, I have the. I should have the opportunity and the ability to remove anything from my body that I want. Yeah. Like... <laughs> true freedom like I shouldn't have to have one of my guy friends going with me to be like yep we're sure we want to get her tubes tied it's like women didn't really have autonomy anyways 
before this, but now it's just really solid. Mm -hmm. Because we have to walk around pretending that one day we're going to be mommies. Because that's how society, I guess, wants us to be. I don't want to be a mom, ever. I've had a lot of years to think about it. I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to be a parent. And I would like to live in a world where, you know, sex ed is prevalent. It's all over the place. And contraceptives are all over the place, too. And it's not like, Yeah. One of my secondary thoughts was, I guess I have to teach my child that sex with... uh, somebody who produces sperm Mm -hmm. and could produce a pregnancy without a condom or without protection should be considered rape if it's not if you're not going to give somebody the option and the safety maybe that should maybe that should be the measures that i take with my child that like sex without consent is rape and and emissions from a penis into a vagina without consent is rape yeah but if you're having sex without a condom this is what we don't know because we weren't taught properly. It's there's a thing called pre-cum. Yeah. So you can get pregnant at any time. And I don't think going around and accusing other kids of rape is the solution. No. Need to- what I'm saying is um, to teach her that if she wants to have sex with somebody, to tell them if you're going to have sex with me, you must use a condom because I don't want a baby. That's, well then, that's, yeah, should that's, be her rape. that's all it is. I mean, it shouldn't be rape. I'm gonna, it's like, this is why I said rape is because men will consistently negate the woman's choice and slip off condoms because it feels better because they're because you know what I mean? I'm hoping that in 15 years when she starts having sex or whatever, uh, when she starts having sex, that our children have been taught better sex education and consent than when we were in high school. But I'm just saying, like, that is the degree I went to is, like, if you're going to take a woman's ability to choose, then we have to start defining rape as more and more extreme because who is getting the women pregnant? Well, it doesn't matter if they do get raped and they get pregnant. The charge for rape is less than the charge for aborting a uh, fucking fetus in Texas right now. I saw a TikTok that was like, if you're going to be charged for murder, why not murder the rapist? Right. Like, it's just going to cause, like, a lot of crazy things. Like, you're going to... I think we're all going to see how crazy women can get and violent. You don't want us to be like that. We choose not to be. (laughs) But dicks are going to get cut off. You know? There's going to be killings in the square. It just keeps getting too worse, you know? I did see a protest sign that said, off with their dicks. (laughs) Yeah, like... It made me chuckle, but then also, like... I mean, I don't want it to get like that. At I don't all. Either. I don't want it to get extreme like that. I don't want sex to be this taboo thing, because honestly, that is the that's where we find ourselves. I don't. You don't really see unwanted pregnancies in people who know a lot about sexual education, right? Or know about themselves. You know, <laughs> like you see unwanted pregnancies in like teenagers and early twenties with, you know. And I'm not saying there aren't unwanted pregnancies in your late twenties and thirties and forties. There are, but like you know more about your body and your cycle and how to say no and how important certain things are the older you get, especially if you come from a community like we did that's uh, super Christian. 
mm-hmm. and super Mormon, and we didn't learn shit. The football coach was <laughs> the health teacher, which is just <laughs> like all of us wished we weren't there, him, <laughs> him included. Oh my god, we'll get to uh, education problems later, but um, I was talking with a family member who is pretty conservative, and they were saying, you know, I have to mention Sharon Marsek Boyder, Sharon, um, she was the first person to kind of explain to me what pro-choice was. Because, and she was probably my first Democrat friend, honestly. I was, like, fresh out of um, high school, right in college, hanging out with her in Orem. And she was just like, I personally am anti-abortion, pro-choice. And I was like, interesting, how can you be both? And she said, I just don't think that I, that anyone should have autonomy over another person's body. And it really gave me pause. I was like super young, fresh out of this conservative hell that I was raised in. And it really did like make me think like, you know what, you're right. And I was talking to my conservative family member and they were saying, you know, the standard answers that we were taught when we were in church or whatever is like abortion should only be in cases of rape, incest, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, my husband and I have decided not to have any more children. And that is a very personal choice and I don't need to explain the reasons why, but you should know that I almost died giving birth to the one person. Yep. And my husband has a vasectomy and they, (laughs) accidents can still happen with a vasectomy. Right. And if I'm to become pregnant again, I have to weigh whether this unplanned person growing inside of me would be worth my death. Second of all, my mental health. I'm already fucking struggling, right? Right. So in that case, I would heavily consider an abortion because I might might die. Right. He was, they, that person was like, oh, okay. But honestly, there, there really isn't anything that you can say to a conservative person about the, the reasons why abortions should be legal. But, but I feel like there's so many people in these conservative groups, the women and the men that know, who have had a weird, you know, they had a weird miscarriage, so they, it became septic, so they had to get an abortion, or the, it was a, an, a, a topic pregnancy, is that what it's called? Ectopic, yeah, it, where it's where, in the fallopian tube. Yeah, and you have to get an abortion, or else it'll kill you, right? It will kill you. And I know so many people who have had that, but they're not referring to it as an abortion, because it's procedure, but this is what we're taking away right now, even this shit. Yeah. So, like, getting pregnancy pregnant right now is a risk to everyone, every woman involved, because you don't know where this pregnancy is going to go. You don't know if it's going to have these issues. You don't know if you're going to have to, you know, risk your life for it. See, same thing with Ob. Like, with Hazel, she got really sick, and she was talking about getting pregnant again. I was like, why, man? You could, you could die. <laughs> Would you rather your yeah. kids not have a, a mom? Would you rather that happen? And then what, what, if, if I got pregnant, like, 
like if I was in Aubrey's shoes, and uh, I died. What was all of this fucking therapy for? <laughs> I'm just going to be <laughs> absent from my child's life immediately. Well, but like, think about it. Okay, so Spencer's strapped with a five-year-old and a newborn. Right. Or four-year-old, and what? And you're dead, and <laughs> and what? That ruins everybody's life in that entire scenario. Sucks. Yeah, it's like not, it's like a stupid scenario. <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucking stupid. Especially because it's so easily, well, I mean, I guess if the kid was born, you'd be alive, but, but you, you just, you being pregnant could kill you. So, yeah, I don't know. It's so weird to me that people have such opinions about it because I don't ever want to get an abortion ever. Nobody, but I, I don't think anybody does. I it's mean, not I, a pleasant experience. It's painful. Cool. Maybe, maybe they should give us <laughs> cool. Maybe they should give us like one each. We all get one. Honestly, like at least accidents happen. Accidents happen. Also, people are in relationships. Sex is a natural thing that happens between people. No, um, it's not. That's that's the devil talking. <laughs> uh, and like. Since Roe v. Wade happened, or was passed, um, children grew up, more children grew up to be healthy members of society. Crime rates went down because, and people in prisons were less, because there were less kids in foster care systems or in orphan systems. You know, like, it is a, it is a beneficial law for our communities. Outside of that abortions are fewer and fewer year by year Absolutely. because we have more and more resources for the public so making them illegal now what's that going to do are uh, less and less people going to be getting abortions still well, well yeah you, but I'll like, tell you what it's going to do it's going to make consumerism go skyrocket because of all these consumers we're, we're forced to have. That's absolutely right. There's two motivating factors between every decision in the big house, and that's money, mm-hmm. and that's voters. And in that's 2050, cool. we were slated to have more people of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, but they were already... Um, like tying women's tying black women's tubes tied without their consent in deliveries. So this law directly affects white women. I mean, every woman and also people assigned female at birth, but like they just want more white babies. They want more white babies for human capital and to fight their wars and to vote them in. I think you're right, but they want more POCs to vote to, and like keep them poor and hungry. The whole system is to keep people poor and hungry. It's so stupid. Why and do you think everything is more expensive? Is because the labor people don't want to go to work. So what they're doing is making everything more expensive, so that people yeah. have to go to work. Ro- record profits. Record. <laughs> whenever you buy something and you're like, "Holy fuck!" Just in fuck. your head, remember record profits. Fuck this fucking fuckhole. 
I hate Fuck it here. It. I hate it here. Oh. I'm not going to go light fireworks about living here. Because I'm not free. I don't think I'm free. I don't feel free. But I will say that the difference between now and 50 years ago when this was, you know, first when it was enacted was, you know, we do have the internet. There are states around that are, you know, like we can go to Nevada or Colorado. I've always felt that way. I've always, you know, I guess living in a conservative state my whole life has softened the blow to all this bullshit. But it's like certain things like I'm surprised marijuana, medicinal marijuana is legal here, honestly. So... I've always been like, Viva Las Vegas if I have to get an abortion. Yeah. Um, I, I was called by one of my friends in my Bunko group. Really cool lady. She was like, hey, because the Bunko group lit up and was like, can you believe this? We were all just sharing our grievances. And uh-huh. um, people were in there saying like, if you need to go camping with quotation marks, like there are several states that camping is still okay and you can camp at my house after and so people were saying that so she called me personally and was like hey I just wanted to let you know that this is like we just need to be a little more careful about putting into writing those kinds of offers because they could I mean potentially have the Bring it on. I say. Yeah, I say. I don't give a I, shit. Bring it. I, I say. Well, and then President Biden was like. He's, he I'm gonna make chicken it, shit, too. I can't stand his ass. I'm going to I'm going to try to, like, make pass laws that make so that you can get like, like plan federal, B my federal. mail. And you can't you can't close highways to people like and then and Governor you can't control Newsom what I do. When I'm Go. in someone's in Nevada, you know what you know what else I do in Nevada? Shit, that's illegal here. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all so, surprised? No. No. Like, I guess what? Add abortion to the list. Um, Governor Newsom also made um, passed legislation that made anybody seeking abortions in the state um, just like give them care and immunity and like. So thanks, California. You were pretty cool. Yeah, thanks Church of Satan. Thanks Judaism for filing lawsuits because, in the um, in in uh, Judaism, there's like a law that says a woman must get an abortion if her body's at risk. So it pretty much really? took away the religious freedoms of the Jewish people in our con- in our country. So that's cute. Uh, th- you know, like- didn't give a fuck about anybody else, especially Jews doesn't feel like nazi germany at all (laughs) um i heard (laughs) the utah um protesting say two four six eight fuck the church and fuck the state (laughs) (laughs) good Uh, yeah good did you go down there then no i was busy at a birthday dinner but i took one cop off of the protest line so but what you do <laughs> well it was his birthday so we took him out to oh <laughs> okay 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 hmm. um i don't protest uh, this is my form of protest you know and having conversations i feel like having conversations are so important and it gets you get so it's exhausting but you know like you said to get people to share their stories of going camping because everyone has one you know like or mm-hmm. a time they thought they were scared or, they, or thought they were pregnant they were freaked you know, having a kid and bringing it into this world needs more 
reverence because I can't, you know, have a baby on my, on my hip and do what I do for, uh, for my job. I, I wouldn't be in a situation where, uh, I was with like a guy that, you know, I don't, I'm not, you know, good guys are hard to find. And if you want to throw judgment at that, you're, that's judgment because it's personal choice and I should be able to have sex if I want to. I should be able to get an abortion if I need to. Just for the sake of everyone, I'm not going to stop having sex, you guys. And for that to be the solution, abstinence, that's a Christian ideal. And it's never been effective in all the places where it's been enacted. It's never been effective. So we need to come up with a better solution. Yeah. And they teach abstinence in uh, both Richfield and Gunnison high schools. And both of those high schools are fighting for top spot in teen pregnancies in the state. So is that working? No. Absolutely not. Is that not. keeping women and children in a state of poverty? Yes. Yes. In fact, I feel like we didn't... It's weird because in Richfield, I don't remember people getting pregnant. They just got freaking shooed over to Cedar Ridge. Yep. And I didn't... Like, they. there's this, a different high school for the pregnant people. They try to, like, avoid the whole entire situation. When honestly, having a pregnant girl <laughs> in your junior year of school might be really helpful for everyone. You know? Yeah. Not saying not saying that like a sixteen year old should be, but like if you're gonna force abstinence only, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, one of the young women in our ward in my ward. These are Mormon terms, y'all. Yeah. Um, a a person my age in my church group um, got pregnant by um, somebody who just moved in town, whatever. She came from kind of an insecure home. Uh, she chose to keep the baby. Um, I remember feeling like we should be kind of supporting her. Like, this is a hard thing for people to do. Right. She's a teen mom. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people in, like, my, you know, youth group, they were kind of bitchy about it. I think that has to do with your setting, honestly, because it's a natural human instinct to want to help the pregnant person and be like tribal and stuff. There was a pregnant girl in Panguitch when I was there and she stayed in school and I feel like everyone made sure she was okay. And it was like, it brought out some compassion, God forbid, <laughs> but <laughs> Like, people who would normally be shitty to her because she didn't have... Uh, she was one of the poor kids, you know? Yeah. No one was surprised that she was pregnant. Uh, but we all made sure that she was okay, and it brought out that compassion. And that's important for people to experience it as early as possible. How to, how to, give compa how to be compassionate. Yeah, because I think the leaders of the group were like worried that if we saw how cute the baby was which she was pretty damn cute you'd want one too yeah and i was like this sounds awful but <laughs> and her boobs were already big but then they got bigger and i was like wow wow <laughs> so sorry oh <laughs> <laughs> uh access to abortions are important and for women to have autonomy over their bodies and their life is important it's important for women to be educated 
continuing education and not be stuck at home with a baby. It's important does for men. It's terribly for, for their their mental health anyway. It's important for men to be educated too because the things that I've heard come out of these senators' mouths, both male and female, who clearly have no idea how the human body works. Like, there's so many tests you should have to pass in order to be a senator or a justice or whatever. <laughs> for fuck's sake. President, too. Should we talk about uh, how justices get put in and how shitty it is? Yeah, I think we need to change that. First of all, I mean, I like the idea of a Supreme Court, if whatever. If But a president points them out. Trump did three, didn't he? Well, first of all, Obama was not allowed to appoint one because no, he was... Democrats are chicken shit. That's why. Yeah. Had it. I fucking had uh, it with Democrats. So then we played nice and we were like, okay. But then an impeached president put in plenty. Uh, twice with, impeached. With the, um, with the agenda to take down, you know, Roe v. Wade, gay rights, etc. <sighs> How did this happen? Uh, that's how our system's set up, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Everybody's a bad guy here. <laughs> They're co-workers, Republicans and Democrats, you know. They are, and they need to figure out how to fucking... Like, I think about this all the time. Like, people look down on the the service industry, but I, get, I go out and get the job done every day, and <laughs> the fucking people who run this country can't. If I couldn't, I would be fired. And I don't they know what the solution pretend, is. I mean, like, they're just... And, you know, I do have some respect for some of the people in politics. But most of the time, I'm like, that's just the facade I'm probably buying into. Like, they're all sucking each other's dicks. Cross-party lines trying to get here and there. Or they're not playing well together. But they all... They're all in on it, I feel like. They... They are keeping us divided so that we can't get together and throw them out. They're just making us play the game. And I don't know, I'm just tired of it. And I'm going to still play the game. I'm going to still vote. I'm going to still register as Republican and try to fucking turn this state over. But at what you... point is it like, oh, I'm just a cog in the machine and I just can't... What, what will I do to make a difference? The fact that you have to register as a Republican in order to vote Republican is so stupid. That's how they get their numbers up, especially in these sort of states. Which is scary. Like, I feel like Utah's a less aggressive Christian state. You know? Like, I don't know what the hell's going on in the South, but there's some things going on in the South. <laughs> I feel like despite the issues I have with Mormonism, most people just kind of want to do what's right here. Uh -huh. And I have very a lot of mem um, Mormon people around me that talk about how, you know, politically active they are and blah, blah, blah. Like, we're voting for or against women's rights when they say they're politically active. Oh, I do not associate with people who don't at least think that, you know, women should speak, so. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. One thing uh, that I'm getting 
I, I want to talk about it. Okay. Is trans rights in school being stripped, like in, in sports? Have we been out of talking with each other for that long? I just don't think we talked about it. Oh, okay. But it's something that's affecting trans kids. And I just think everyone's lost sight of what the fuck high school sports are supposed to be. Like, they're not, it's not about winning. It's a team building exercise. What are you, like, what? And in your head right now, Kendra, you're thinking, no, it's not. No, it isn't. Well, it should be. What? <laughs> it should Actually, be. what I was thinking in my head was, don't burp really loud. So <laughs> can you rewind a little bit and tell me what you think I was saying? No, I just think that, like, people listening to this are probably thinking, like, yeah, it it's more than a team building exercise. It's about winning. It's about taking the oh, state. Oh, yeah, no, it, it's not. It's actually not about that. It's high school. High school should be about teaching you about how to be an adult. And that includes, sure, basketball. <laughs> Game, yeah. Games of basketball with people who aren't as good as you. Yep. Uh that also requires like sewing so home ec that requires learning how to fix shit so shop you know it, it requires all these things and all sports is right now is this grooming to go to college to go not to the not to the uh, nba because no white boy does that's a lie too but like come on uh <laughs> no one that we went to high school with was going to the nba no they were all talented boys too yeah, they were talented. And, and all they did was slap each other's asses on in the locker room and then, what, go to, go to college to not graduate? I don't know. Well, not to, not to go to the NBA, but, like, in Panguitch, it's all about the sports. And it's like, no one from a 1A school goes to, on to be in the NBA. Sorry. Also, um, I read something that things like home ec, shop mechanics used to be is it raining oh my god this lightning keeps um flashing and i keep getting seared um, it was just it was over here a couple hours ago <laughs> um they take those things or you know de-emphasize the importance of those things so that when you become out in the world you actually are reliant on american consumerism instead of self-reliant and to an extent, I know that there is value in having somebody specialize in something so that you don't have to do a lot of things poorly, mm-hmm. but the self-reliance in this country is very low. Yeah, no, um, that sounds like about right, but why are we allowing that? Why are we allowing that in schools? Like schools are, it seems, kind of pointless, and the thing that we're getting all up in arms about is... <sighs> A transitioning kid on a probably a girls' sports team because a, a male or a female to male transition would get killed anywhere. But it's still who cares, you know. Yeah. There's people saying people are transitioning in like the the parents are making them transition so they'll win, which means male to female. And I'm like, I don't think I don't think a parent would do that. But it's like, but it's there's there's a the same like a sane person would no sane person would push their kid to transition to win at sports and then i think of the ones that are sane enough to do it are the same ones who say that women's sports don't matter (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like lately we just we're just watching a bunch of idiots who don't have control of their emotions and are unable to 
let things that don't matter go fight themselves and also destroying destroy our country and i'm just like what like <laughs> none of these things make sense no and it's like we gotta stop putting so much stock in high school sports it's genuinely unhealthy and having a different individual on their team will teach them some serious skills that will benefit them their whole entire lives so like we should welcome <laughs> trans kids into sports because it teaches you how to problem solve with a quote unquote weak link or a quote unquote strong link because but I don't I don't think the thing on the docket for the kid transitioning is to win the state championship on the girls team I just don't feel like that's it you know what I mean they're transitioning they're so young and to validate somebody for who they know to be that's the thing about trans kids is it's incredible how in tune with they are about themselves and if they're choosing to be out about their trans identity and scrutinized also, yeah. yeah and then also you know take medications it's just it's just gender affirming let me tell you some things that i've done to myself that's gender affirming okay, okay. uh shaving my legs waxing my hairy arms waxing my vulva waxing my beard off i do gender affirming things all the time and so if we can let children gender affirm themselves and express themselves in the way that they would like that that feels so comfortable for them just fucking let them it affected one person it would have it would have affected one person for that bill to be passed here in Utah, and uh, people loudly proclaimed that one person it wasn't worth it, and that is heartbreaking. Well, and it's like I'm just tired of watching these like 45 plus year olds throw tantrums about shit that don't matter. Like it just it don't matter. <laughs> it just it doesn't. Oh my god. Are you for fucking real? Like I. <laughs> I have a boss at my job that I, I'm not a huge fan of. She's like 47. She's a manager. She sucks. She quit already. She told me I, I couldn't do the job because they asked me to do the job. And I said, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> and then they hired her and she felt it doing the job. But she's like, you couldn't do this job if you tried. It's like, bitch, I've done, I've done harder jobs than this. Shut up. Anyway. This, this restaurant is not worth my effort. Is I know, pretty right? much what you said. <laughs> yeah, she's like, excuse me. Um, so anyways... We have a they them working as a host, and they're great. Their names, well, I'm not gonna tell you their name. Anyway, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> good idea. <laughs> so, the manager was sitting there talking to someone else, saying, "She, her, she, her, she, her." And I'm like, you know that they go by they them, right? She goes, "Yeah," but she said it was okay. She knows she knows that I'm trying, and, and she wasn't trying at all. It's like, why don't you actually practice right now and call her, call them they them through this whole entire conversation that you're having with someone else. So when you're in front of her, see, I'm doing, now I'm doing it. <laughs> it's frustrating because I know it's hard to catch on, but yeah. try at least fucking try. The effort is what people want. Right. And it's not, it's not even a huge effort. And it's like, I've been in a situation where I have constantly called a person. She instead of they, um, and they were totally patient with me, but, clearly not even she my my manager wasn't even fucking trying she just wasn't and it's just that's, like you're such a stupid bitch yeah it's like why don't you just, like, you know like 
That's hard. That's thoughtless and it's careless thoughtless. Yeah. and lazy and, and lazy. lazy and just rude. There's a trans um, girl at my grocery store, and I noticed her early on because she, she had like a she her and her name tag, and I was like. And, like, also there was, like, a trans button, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, how fucking cool that I get to go grocery shopping every week and my child gets to, like, it's no fucking big deal that there's a trans person bagging our groceries. Right. Like, I think that's incredible that people have yeah. come this far where they can be. <sighs> and that's another thing that I'm pissed off about the... Roe v. Wade is that immediately that Texas justice tweeted about how gay marriage, interracial marriage, gay identities is next. Like, yeah, somebody was crying on TikTok today because somebody literally said in their face, there are they them. Uh-huh. I can't wait until it's legal to shoot you in the streets. Somebody <laughs> fucking threatened them to their Did face that person in go to jail? public. That person I, needs to go to jail. That was early. They, this person was just bawling. And people in the comments were encouraging her to prosecute or at least press charges, charges. You know, Yeah, absolutely. But the, 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 the bigotry, the bigots in this country are now emboldened into showing their true colors and making life living hell for people who are just peacefully trying to exist as they are. You know, I, it's a hard time right now. It's totally a hard time, but the FBI data database is a thing for a reason. And people like this need to get like straight up pointed out. Even if it's a, Oh, we're not gonna do shit about it. Cause it's the Texas or whatever. I don't think everyone's bad. I just think everyone has a microphone right now and only the negatives getting attention. <laughs> but uh, this person needs to go file a rep- police report at least. Yeah. Just because that's just, a hate crime for sure. It makes my heart sick, you know? Yeah. I uh, was happy to see that two of the justices are in their 80s. <laughs> but I, I don't know was happy to see Gen Z. Have you heard about Gen Z? I've heard about them, but what have Over, you heard? <laughs> oh, have you heard about Gen Z? Gen Z almost immediately doxed, like, all of the Supreme Court people by <laughs> uh, revealing... They, like, overnight revealed their names, where they lived, their uh, social... I think it was, like, their credit card numbers... They're receiving, these justices are receiving, like, threats personally to their homes. And, like, Gen Z overnight was just like, oh, so we don't have autonomy? We don't have privacy of choice anymore? Sweet, neither do you. Yeah, I... Gen Z is just not fucking around, and it makes me proud I don't know I'm if that's, proud. I mean, whatever, do, do whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know if that's the move though. Like it's not the move I would make, but I'm definitely like, 
Evil but that's action. That's definitely action. <laughs> We're actually going to talk about Democrats and how much I hate them. And my final sentence on it is being cutthroat is okay. Sometimes throats need cutting, you know, to feed the people. <laughs> Eat <So>. the ranch! <laughs> so the fact that they're being cutthroat, I just got to applaud them, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what? But then, but then I think about January 6th and I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, let's, I mean... We but can't. The, but we the really issue can't excuse behavior that's bad, no matter what side it comes from. But well, I was thinking about January sixth because I'm like, it. I'm like a revolution, like the French Revolution, kind of looked like that. But it's like, the, what makes it bad is that the president was doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know. You hear all of this stuff coming out about him, like being so involved. I, yeah, when I was waiting for you, I was reading all of the like he went for the, someone's throat. He's trying to. St- st- Steer the steering wheel. <laughs> he reached for the steering wheel. He was trying to lead the lead the riots. Jesus, what a country! What a time! And emphasis on the cunt. Yeah, heavy on the cunt. Um, what's next? I think this is a no-brainer, but guns, guns. Listen, I am. I believe that this is a. We should be free in this country. So I'm not anti-guns at all. Uh, I'm not even anti-AR-15s. I know, controversial statement. But I think just, like, when you get an abortion, like, when you get an abortion here, well, back when you could, you had to watch a video and then wait two days. Sometimes sometimes three, right? Yeah, 72 hours here in Utah. And um, before you could get it. Same, same role in play should happen with guns. And I don't think it's uh, a bad idea that you take we take hunter safety, gun safety in school in like eighth grade. Who cares, you know? Or like sixth grade. Like have it be an extension, like like a driver's ed. But seriously, the fact that there is like a school shooting or a shooting every single day is so embarrassing. It's not even sad anymore. It's just really embarrassing. I just think like. I've got a lot of thoughts about guns, obviously. Grew up in a hunter household. I've shot guns. And yeah, same. To the point of conservative, you know, what they say. Rhetoric, I guess is what it's. Try not to say rhetoric because I feel like that's like a. Dismissive? Yes. But um, it is the person behind the gun making the choice to shoot people. That's true. But the way that a gun can just instantaneously... You're playing God there. Like, you are taking away somebody's life and changing other people's life that that life is lost permanently. And that's a very sobering thing. And I don't think that... I honestly think that's the point for them, though. I just, um, fortunately, I feel like, um, uh, sorry, I just got lost on a tangent about, um, schools. Um, anyway, my kid is going to school this year and immediately after I signed her up for preschool, like the school shooting happened, you know, in a, in a children's school. And I immediately thought like, this is probably the wrong choice. Like every day I'm going to have to wonder if that's the last time I'm going to tell my child I love her. Um, but 
I know that there are so many safety precautions in place at this school. Like you can't even get in. Like you have to text a code word or something to the office to remove your child from the school and then they walk them out. All kinds of things that like help for the safety of the schools. And I know that also statistically it is less probable for your child to be shot in school. However, it's just heartbreaking that it happens and it happens so often. And watching those parents uh, on the news just sobbing because their child is gone, that's heartbreaking. And I don't think that that should happen anymore. So it just seems like a weird problem for a country to have. Yeah. Like, it's a very, like, what? So these people who are pro-life for abortions are not pro-life when it comes to guns. You know what well, I mean? Well, for any, really anything else. Like, <sighs> it's all about funding, funding, funding when it comes to, like, helping people out with, like, food stamps and stuff. Yeah. You know, the highest state taking funding from... Mitch McConnell's! ...is actually Utah. Oh, is it? Yeah, I thought it was Mitch's. Somebody's did the uh, somebody did the data on it. I saw it today, but um, I wonder why. I think my saw. my last point is is that so conservatives want to keep guns, yes, and it is the person behind the gun making the decision to shoot, have mass shootings. Yes, how come conservative typically? People who are mass shooters are typically white males from conservative backgrounds. How come conservative people don't value therapy higher? If it's a problem with the person, why do they continuously stigmatize getting mental help? Because... I don't know. I feel like in some cases the shooter, like Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever the hell, he's like a hero. He went and murdered a couple people, three people, right? And people think he's a bad eight on the conservative side. The fact that we're running around killing people at all should be an issue. But I know conservatives who are like, can't wait for the revolution. I'm going to go out and pop me some people. I'm going to go kill some people. And it's like, why do you feel this way? What's going on? They don't think what their thoughts are bad. They think they're, like, A, funny, or B, like, patriotic. These are people who have flag shirts and shit like that. Shirts with flags on them. Where the flag, by the way, is completely changed, which is against flag ownership. It's not, you're not supposed to do that to the flag. Uh, <laughs> so they don't value it because they think that shit's just for, like, pussies or whatever. People right, which is sick. what I feel like the mental health problem is, is, like, a, it's stigmatized. B, it's unaffordable. <laughs> we need that to be a, a universal benefit for American citizens is mental health. But why, if, if they don't want to address the problem, they want to keep their guns. They want to keep their mental health issues that keep them hilariously joking about murdering people. And they want to keep the hero, hero, uh, title when they go out and do things like that. Well, they're unwell, but they're also the ones running things. I don't know how to fix it. 
vote, I guess. But I will say that, like, where we come from, guns aren't a bad thing. Guns are a tool. When you're out, like, on horses or on the ATV or whatever, when you're doing farm work, you know, guns come in handy. Also, guns provide food. Yeah, absolutely. Deer when hunters, you know. my friends were poor, broke as a joke, their friend's parents owned land up in the mountains, and he let them privately hunt for their food, which kept them alive through the winter. Yeah. So it is important to have guns. Well, and if you don't, like people who are against hunting, too, it's you're hunting for overpopulation. You're not going in and, like, killing a species. There's a whole I, science behind it. I do not like the hunting for sport type of thing it bothers me but i understand to each their own right i mean i guess yeah like but again yeah this to each their own i don't i would never hunt for sport i'd probably never hunt period but you can do it if you want so get your hands off my fucking uterus please yeah so many people are like to each their own but don't don't have abortion (laughs) that's not to each their own sweetie yeah, exactly. It's it's not it, it's not to each their own at all. It's do it my way or I had this chick who was an employee and she was uh, super Christian, homeschooled, and she'd like get teary eyed about abortions. And I'm like, what is your deal? She compared it to going and getting ice cream, and I said I was just like, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> getting an abortion's not a light topic, but either neither's having a kid. I think being pro-choice doesn't reflect on your personal belief or personal feelings towards children. Like I have a friend who is anti-abortion and it's because she loves her child so much that she couldn't imagine her life without her child. Yeah, that's usually. But that's not a universal feeling. No, and it's like I'm so happy for her. A child would absolutely, absolutely. cripple me. Yes. Absolutely cripple me. And I'm not trying to have myself go through that or a child. And if we have abortions being taken away, is contraception next? That's an important tool for family planning. And is that going to be made illegal? I don't know, dude. It's like time to get out of this country. Let's talk about other countries that we would love to move to. (laughs) Uh, I'm all about Iceland, Finland, uh, Russia. Just kidding. No, not Russia. Uh, oh, my God. Quick side tangent. Can I tell you about this thing my brother got? Yeah. It's uh, He goes, hey, do you want to you want a cocktail? You want a mixed drink? And I was like, I don't care, whatever. And he's like, no, come here. <laughs> so it's a Keurig for mixed drinks. No fucking way. Yeah. It's got, like, a liter... That's very Russian of him to have. Yeah, well, Lily found it for him for Father's Day. But, uh... (laughs) I'm gonna Google this right now. It has, like, four liter... uh, Four one-liter bottles that go upside, like, you know, that you screw on. Yeah. And then you have to put water in it. And then there's, like, Keurig-style... Cocktail machine. And we were making them stiff, but it was, like, New York stiff. Uh Uh-uh. I threw up so much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that sounds amazing, and I'm going to you know, yeah. just keep that in my bookmarks here. It was very James Bond, and Lily goes, we don't want to offend you. We know you're a bartender. 
Jake goes, do you, um, want a foam, do you want a foam on this? And I'm like, I'm on a Cosmo. I'm like, they don't have foams. He goes, I'll show you what a foam is. And he's like, I know what one is, Jacob. I know. I'm a bartender. <laughs> but I was just like, okay, man, yeah, show me. You know, foam for like a whiskey sour. That's where he read about it. So Cute. I, I love like, whiskey sours, and I, I know that that phone. Amanda Perry makes the best whiskey sours. Hi, Amanda. Sorry, I haven't hung out with you lately. Um, I would love... I have been heavily considering uh, Scotland. Oh, fuck yeah. Germany. Yeah, those both sound good. They're very uh, good places for families, I feel like. I think Scotland mostly because... Everybody I know from Scotland is a wonderful fucking person. And my friend has a twin brother who has a son that's Halo's age. And I would just love for them to get married. And they're in Scotland. They're in Scotland. (laughs) And uh, hashtag decolonize yourself. You know what I mean? Like, let's just go go back back to to where you came from. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I am Um, half Mexican. But that Mexican is part Spanish. So decolonize yourself yet again. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I was talking to my chef. He told me his whole life story yesterday or day before. <laughs> You'll get that in the back of the house. <laughs> yeah. But he I was like, I had never thought about it before. And I'm like, so this I'm like, it's like the Spaniards came and colonized you guys because he's Mexican. And I'm like, is there like a, a language like a di-? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I uh, was married to a chick who had a her family spoke like a dialect. Where they like click their tongues and shit. Wow. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I never thought about that. When we just... had that, um, <laughs> that, uh, in person Navajo taco thing uh-huh. with a person who no longer is going to be on the podcast, uh, they I were mean, telling I don't me, care. I, I don't care. <laughs> they were telling like... me about how, um, like Mexicans and, um, black people are, I'm trying to say this right without being offensive, less like closely knit in the slavery uh-huh. um, history. So I'd love to like pull that out one day and like clean up that audio and set it out into the world because it was pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, I was pissed that it was so quiet. Sorry. It's okay. It was my fault too. Um, so let's talk about uh, Republicans. I feel like you go, you're super Republican and then you go libertarian, right? Yeah. Like you have to become super Republican. To What's become... the pipeline? <laughs> yeah. That's like, it's part of the, so I'm, my question is, do you want small government or what? Cause Republicans are for small government, but it's like, this is the biggest overreach of government ever. <laughs> like literally reaching into my body. Mm-hmm. Um, Without also... consent. <laughs> All the yeah, no shit. Also, the, the way they refuse to vote for Democrat-introduced bills. Uh, They're just like, petty. It's some of the lamest shit I've ever seen. It's so lame. Like, they need to start wor- working together. This is ridiculous. I can sit down and work with someone who I completely disagree with and get, so- get something accomplished. I can do that. If I can do it, <laughs> little Miss Server, me, little Miss Bartender, turn your nose up at me. We'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then a group of wealthy white people should be able to do that. It's not hard. And then after things get passed, they take credit for, like, the good things that are happening in their their lives. Like the insulin cap and the infrastructure bill. It's like, are you serious? It's just so stupid. I just imagine Mr. Markerson being like, 
what are you doing, sixth grader? <laughs> because it is very, like, it is very middle school to be like, let's vote for, let's only vote for our own stuff. That's all yeah. we'll do. Yeah. Uh, the amount of times where I was just like, let's burn it down and rebuild it. I'm down. I'm down to burn it down. Yeah, for real. What can Everyone I do? Everyone should get fired. Everyone should be fired. But, um... I had a thought and I lost it. I'm not even high tonight. I don't That's know if you could tell. I couldn't. Um, I uh, just thought maybe less tangents. <laughs> less, but that's our brand. <laughs> um, the other thing is Democrats. Like, I can't stand. They suck so hard. They just suck so bad. Um, lesser of two evils, you betcha. But there's like three backbones in the whole bunch. They don't do shit, and they're always taking the high road. And like I said before, it's okay to be cutthroat on the fucking high road because sometimes throats need to be cut in order to feed the people. And if those yeah. throats, ha- if those throats are elephants, cool, make it happen. Use hangers. What? Use hangers. <laughs> I've had, I've just had it. Like, and the fact that we have two parties, we should have several parties that actually have representation like if you vote for libertarian that's just a waste of a vote if you vote for the green party that's just a waste of a vote honestly like so evan mcmullen is um historically the first candidate that isn't democratic that the democratic party has endorsed in utah for the election so instead of putting up their own nomination they have put up they have endorsed evan mcmullen i think it's a smart move because he does feel moderate Uh so i feel like the democratic party in utah feels like they have more of a shot at getting stuff done that they need um by having a moderate person or a liberty or whatever third party or whatever um I don't know, just any any fucking thing to get Mike Lee out of office. I guess we'll find out by the 24th of July, but I feel like that would be a good solution for things on a larger scale. Like, the representation would be there. Right, someone down the line who's like, both everyone can agree with. Yeah. I miss those days. <laughs> I miss those days when... Um, people were just making fun of George W. Bush's, um... The way he talked. The way he talked. His mispronunciations. And not knowing what a gynecologist was. Oh, God. See, that's the problem. People need to know things like this to run a country. You can't know about... You can't govern women and not know about their um, anatomy. You just can't, I feel. Like, you just can't, unless we're taking all medical-related, which a proportion is medical things off the off the table why are we not <laughs> listening to data about a lot of issues first of all we have so much data on because everything the, because the lord told him so <sighs> fucking jesus no jesus would not be down with this i don't feel jesus isn't a dickhead i mean let's think about what he said about abortions nothing zero things yeah he also didn't say shit about gay people. He said a lot about pedophiles, but then the church was like, eh, let's just tweak these words around a little bit. Well, speaking of churches that uh, love pedophiles, the Catholic Church 
won't let you give a funeral to a stillborn baby because it's not a child. Because a stillborn baby is not a child, yet a fetus. Well, but the, that's exactly is the a point. life. It's these fucking Christians, right wing Christians. It's not even the Catholics. It's like the right, like the new Christian Third Reich, that like has all these opinions about people's bodies and what they should and shouldn't do and how they should, you know, pray or not pray. Let me tell you how this country was started, okay? <laughs> Bunch of white the dudes French, who don't want to pay taxes. The French had their tits <laughs> out, and Presbyterians were not having it. So they came up over here, made boobs illegal, and then treated the natives like shit. <laughs> and then started shooting their rifles in the air like, woohoo, party, party, party. <laughs> and now we're obsessed with hot dogs and titties. Who knows? Hot dogs and titties. That is the 4th of July. That, sh- that should be the slogan for 4th of July. Hot dogs and titties. Bands off our bodies. Hot dogs and titties. Yeehaw. <laughs> I, uh, I was wondering what the abortion float is going to look like this year. Is there one? There usually is one every year. The church, In Richfield? Yeah. The ch- it's one of the churches that's not Mormonism. They do a float and it's about uh, abortion. And they always put like a, and it's like, it really brings, it brings the temperature down. <laughs> like everyone's like, oh boy. But, uh, you know I what wonder... I love about both of these parades that I'm sad about is the, um, mystic hot springs at the end. <laughs> just, just vibing, yeah. straight vibing. <laughs> I could use a soak. That's for sure. Well, uh, well, maybe well, next, maybe next year it'll be better, but I'm not going to go down and pretend like nothing's wrong because there's things that are wrong. Things. A lot of things are wrong. Like, we're treating people wrong. There's a serious class war going on. And I have to say, people, ugh. So my manager, the one that was saying, wouldn't say they, them, Mm -hmm. she was trying to tell our uh, high school um, host that she didn't need a raise because she lives at home and it's less, her expenses aren't that bad. And I was like, what are you saying? I'm like, when I lived in high school, I had to pay for everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. pay for the braces I didn't want. I had to pay for everything. And I'm like, so I'm like, I would agree Don't with you. Don't talk to me about responsibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to tell that again. Um, <laughs> I was like, so uh, I guess I, I would agree with you, except for it's absolute bullshit. And she's like, you don't know what you're talking. She's like, you know, we're having a conversation. And, Hannah, and Emma was, she's the high school. She's like, thank you for sticking up for me, Bobby. And I'm like, for real. I'm like, it's bullshit. If you're going to sit here and do the goddamn job, you deserve a living wage, period. And same chick, same manager, she was, like, talking to one of my coworkers. She's like, yeah, like, you have, like, an actual job. Like, this is, you're not, you're not, you don't want to be a server your whole life, for God's sakes. And I was like. Ouch. (laughs) Well, she was, she knew I, she's been battling with me since the get-go for I don't know what reason. Like, I'm just like, I don't give a shit about you, lady. She needs to constantly have her fucking dick sucked, and I'm not about that. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I was thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, you really don't want to be a server for the rest of your life. And then I was like, but if someone chose to be a server for the rest of their life, guess what? They should deserve a living wage. Yes. If you show up and you do the goddamn job, you deserve to not go home and starve. You deserve Serving- re- rent. You deserve to be able to pay your payments. You deserve shit. Serving is a respectable industry. It's a Everybody job. Everybody goes to restaurants. Yeah. 
Every and, single person goes to a restaurant and wants to be waited on like they're rich. Yeah. And guess what that takes? Experience, not a teenager. And so with people who just treat, like, we also need to uh, criminalize people poking servers. <laughs> Ew. Don't touch anybody. So I was at this wedding, uh, my, the last wedding I did, and I was passing appetizers, and people kept coming up and poking me, two-finger pokes, on my shoulder. I don't like that. I don't like that either. And it's like, first of all, that seems, that's violent to me. Because <laughs> my mom, like, that's how my mom used to get things started, so it's a triggering thing. And um, also, find, either figure out a different way to get it. Uh, get me to get your attention or wait for the next time I come around to grab it's a it's a it's a mozzarella caprese skewer you'll be fine that's what they were tapping you over and excuse me ma'am my cheese stick (laughs) fried cheese stick and they were asking me questions about stuff oh they kept trying to help they're like where are all the extra tables and I'm like in the back well I'm like how can we and i'm like you guys just need to like not show up an hour early earlier than you're supposed to and let us do our jobs that's what we need you to do also weddings have taught me working weddings i'm never gonna get married i'm just gonna elope if i ever do get married i'm never gonna have a wedding it's just it's so pointless what a scam honestly they're all pretty similar (laughs) and it's a lot of money for like a four-hour party what's the point Anyway, things, it just goes back to consent. People do not understand it. Well, it's because servers are less than. It's this fucking uh, royal nobility peasant thing. And it's like, actually, no. (laughs) This is my job. You're at my job. And I'm doing my job correctly. And again, I've talked about this before where they asking if they can help us. Like, it's like, I thought this was an easy job. It right. makes it seem like you're incompetent to do the job that you that you're there to do. It's it's insulting. I don't want to be poked. I don't want to be touched. I had a dream last night. Can I tell you about it? Yeah. So, as you know, I have quit school. <laughs> I officially resigned from school because it is uh, too much for me right now. Uh-huh. And Spencer encouraged it. He said you shouldn't be going to school because just in case I die, you should be going to school because <laughs> <laughs> you want to learn. And I was like, you're right. He's like, I just, your worth in this family is not tied to a degree. And I don't want you to feel like that. And I said, and if you die, I know that your family will be supportive for the hours that I need to study and take school and get a degree he said exactly so decided to put that on the very back burner for the rest of time until i need it and Mm -hmm. um just keep slowing down and keep doing this but then i also was like you know i could just use my body for funds (laughs) (laughs) so last night i had a dream that i was actually a prostitute and i was using my body and I learned two things from this dream. Number one, I don't like being told what to do. Uh Uh-huh. Number two, I don't like being touched. I think that rules out prostitution. I think think you're... Yeah. For life. (laughs) I I think that's it. (laughs) My brain was like, hey, remember all of these things that you don't like? And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, Get them out. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't think I could be a prostitute. Unless it's one that, like... But I don't want to be a dominatrix either. Yeah, my friend was like, you could just boss people around. And I was like, I just don't like interacting with men that much. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> she's my part. one straight friend that I'm like, she's like definitely straight. Well, I mean, like, you too. But she's like trying to save all the men. And I'm like, why are we trying to save the men anyway? She's like, you can just boss men around. And I was like, I don't think I want to. After Spencer, I'm just like done with people, I think. With men? Yeah, most most people, <laughs> I think. God, I wish wish I were. Wish I were a lesbian, I'll tell you. I'll tell he, you that. He's a weird. You know what? It's fine. I can be life partners with people all day. That's gonna I, be great. I've uh I don't know if it's the lithium. Finally the lithium sucks, by the way. I hate my anxiety's through the roof. Sorry. I'm really sorry. It's alright. I just you know, I wish mental health care was more accessible i wish i would have stayed in the hospital while they got my levels right i'm such an asshole when you're like let me out of here and i was like i think you need to stay <laughs> well i'll tell you what they weren't being honest with me and that's a huge that has a huge problem with me like that freaks me out especially in that situation where they potentially have your whole future in their hands like they could keep you in there forever if they wanted to yeah. I, know this is, I know this is very like 60s 70s mental health care but i i got a little bit of a fear there and like they weren't being honest with me so i was like i'm getting out of here then fuck you i'm leaving yeah um <laughs> but uh i just been sleeping a lot and my anxiety like i cannot it's hard to get through a work day because of the whole time i'm going like i think about everything like we have to do as one huge list instead of being like, well, we have to, we have eight hours to do it. And mm-hmm. you also have three coworkers that are helping you with it. Like I have to talk myself down like that. A medic. I mean, obviously it was a blessing it needed to happen. Medication is so fucking tricky. I know I can't stand it. You needed to survive. And I know. yet here we are not thriving you know well I just feel like I need something more than that but I also don't feel like it's actually helping like I feel really depressed all I do is sleep when I'm not uh, working Mm -hmm. like if I don't get 12 hours of sleep I'm wrecked I feel like that's depression yeah it also could be just you recovering from burnout because I know you've been running around like that for a while yeah I guess that's true I just hope that Hawaii just tells everything and I find myself a man. But anyways, what the point I was getting at was uh, I like my sex drive. Like I have no desire to like, I'm not attracted to anyone right now. I don't have a crush on anyone, which is unheard of. I usually have a crush on someone. That also is like ADHD whatever, you know? Well, I don't, well, I asked my doctor that. I'm like, can I be bipolar and have ADHD? And she's like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, well, why aren't we like, I need to treat that as well too. Like, I need to treat my anxiety and my depression, not just my bipolar disorder, which is all we're, like, doing right now. I think we just need to be... I think what I'm anticipating for Hawaii for you Mm -hmm. is that you're going to be completely unplugged. You're really going to figure out how to prioritize yourself. And hopefully that carries over back to the mainland if you ever come back. <laughs> Everyone's like, you're not coming back. It's fucking expensive there. I know people have moved there and it's like, oh, 
guess I'm coming back. But you need to stay there long enough for me to visit you, so. Well, when people say it's expensive there, I think about how, where I eat. I usually eat at work. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure that that will still be available. And then I don't have a car there. Uh, what and are you going to do with all that stuff? Park it at your pops? What? Pop pops. What are you going to do with your car? <laughs> um, it's every, Lisa's like being a super G about it and only charging me like 50 bucks a month to keep all my stuff here. What? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it's super nice of her. She's a super G, man. Yeah. I feel like she's going through it right now and I don't know how to help her, but... Um, you know what else is really bugging the crap out of me in this country? What? I bet it's worldwide. But freaking Instagram filters that make people of color's skin lighter. What the hell is that about? I wanted to talk about this during the beauty industry uh, well, episode let's, that let's never talk happened. About, but like, let's talk let's about it, it a million times because we're, we're going to have that beauty industry episode at one of these seasons. But like, let's continue to talk about it because it's disgusting. I'm going to send you a video right now of me trying on a filter. I don't have my phone with me. Fuck. Well, it's me trying on a filter and flipping it on and off, but it makes me look alien. And I, um, somebody said like, if you move it back, it's better, but filters aren't made for people of color or fat people. They're made for, um, a specific white woman (laughs) and it amorphs your face. It makes you look unrecognizable. I got to I gotta send you this video. There's been a, there's been a couple filters where I'm like, oh okay, looking at it, totally expecting a white chick, and it's a full blown black chick, and I'm like, what in the fuck is this? What the hell? Like it makes it it startles me. It genuinely like it freaks me out. When your face is done like that? No, when a, someone a dark skinned person, how like the the filters on origin like as the beginning and. It, you think it's gonna be a white person and then it's a dark person and i just think it's like so how how must that make them feel you know like i just can't imagine if all these filters like you're trying to have a normal instagram experience but it's also trying to make you a white person the whole time yeah um they've been doing that shit for forever like they lightened the temptations so that they could be palatable to the sellers or whatever (laughs) but yeah, it's really fucking people up. It's, it's, I mean, I use filters a lot, but stop using filters. I mean, I think filters are part of the fun. That's what I'm saying. It's like, even in fun scenarios, shit's got to be racist. Like, seriously? Like, why can't we all just enjoy TikTok or Instagram for us old yeah. folks? Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Why can't we just all enjoy it? Why can't we be in, like you know inclusive like why can't we everyone be included it's not it just seems so blatant blatant that people the shit's going down and i just don't i don't understand it like i don't get it at all yeah the beauty industry is fucked up i think it is worldwide um like that lightning lightning is worldwide like people in korea don't want darker skin because it means you are too poor that you have to work in the rice fields and then that darkens your skin. So classism yet again. Yeah. Look at your phone. <laughs> Look at your phone. It's all over the place. Classism. I wish I was in an, more of an upper class. I won't lie. Just because, you know, the struggle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I tossed some ideas by you about how, like, 
I think the American dream is the business. Is the, um, well, first of all, the American dream is dead. But I think when people set out to be an entrepreneur, they have to jump through so many hoops and set up so many licenses and pay so many fees that I bet that that entrepreneurial spirit that we pump into kids is the business. Like, it feeds money into the state. It also is soul-crushing because there's so many loopholes to fucking get through. Yeah, and you know what else is a business? Education. (laughs) It's all just gatekeeping for education and money. There's so many things that are wrong right now. I mean, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but, like, it's hard. Maybe that's why I'm sleeping all the time. <laughs> yeah. Demo- Democracy's alive and well in the dream world. Um, yeah, it's so like, prostitution. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it, you know? Sex I'm, work is work. My husband tells me about sex dreams. He rarely has dreams, first of all, but he said he had a sex dream. And I was like, good for you. I love when I have sex dreams. What was she like? <laughs> so she told me and like? stuff. And I was like, that sounds incredible. Good for you. <laughs> um have you tried the uh orange fanta slurpee yet no where's that at 7-eleven it's at the 7-eleven by my house and i'll tell you what i walked in today to grab one and it was blinking so i just i didn't even try to like hide hide my sorrow i just turned around and walked out i'm not doing it then the american dream is dead (laughs) the american dream is dead orange slurpee for life i'll come get a slurpee on 7-eleven with you I like how everything turns into uh, invitations that I never asked. <laughs> I never. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I have a house to myself. Cool, we can do a <laughs> in person. <laughs> I was like, all right, come over if you want. <laughs> Hello, are you sad? Yeah, sorry, I want to hang out with you. No, I'm teasing you. It's fine. But no, I just assume I... that people want to hang out with me. I don't want to hang out with anyone, to be honest. And apparently that makes me a mean person. No. It is uh, exhausting to be on. So, I get it. Yeah, I feel like that's what I'm always on, too. Especially at weddings, you have to be over, overly jovial. I had to wear a mask at my last one, and I was wearing sunglasses as well, so my whole face was hidden. It was, it was a blessing, because I'll tell you what... <clears throat> uh, if you have ever felt the urge to comment on the way that a woman's face is resting, please go to hell. <laughs> that's made a that's made a new comeback here, at least for me. It's because we're regressing back into the fifties. I remember when I first started serving and I was like concentrating or something. People would be like, smile. You know, I get told I've been getting t- I've been getting commentary on my face so much lately. It's insane. And I don't know if it's just because I'm thinking about it, so I'm welcoming it, which is probably what it is. But, like, we get, like, reviews on weddings, and one of them said the bartender didn't seem like she wanted to be there. And it's like, people got to understand, this is a job that someone's at. Are you smiling constantly ever, (laughs) especially at your job? Right. You know? And um, I had Micaiah do like a transaction with me so i could be like tell me what you think and he's like i'm like hi what can i get for you he's like gin and tonic i make it and then i hand it back to him say have a good one and he goes there's nothing wrong with that yeah 
But since I'm a girl, I used to be like, hi, what are you having? Oh, okay. Well, how's your night? Everything good? Let me make this for you. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Come back. I love talking to you. Oh, and like, oh, you're back. And then you get up on your cowboy boots and dance on the bar. Yeah. And then dump a uh, fucking jug of water on me. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so. oh, I mean, like, ha, 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 ha. do you want to know how exhausting it is to be like that for six hours? Try it sometime. <laughs> Try it. I'm sorry. But uh, one of the there's three bartenders at my job, and the other two are boys, and they don't get commentary at all. One of them straight up told the father of the bride to fuck off, and <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment, no comment at all. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like. But because I wasn't like, hello, hi, welcome. Like, do you really want your girl to be like that? I should start being like that. That's how Marilyn Monroe was. Just, just, to, just to fuck with him. <laughs> just to see how quickly I get fucking committed. <laughs> like, Which would why? be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't see what, like, I feel like everything is wrong with my personality. I'm on the defensive about my personality lately. Because it's like. I like to be alone by myself, not, you know, doing, I'm doing stuff, <laughs> but even if I'm not, whatever, you know, I go out sometimes, not very, I go out rarely. Like I have to put on a show at work all the time. So when I come home from work, I just like to be subdued. I don't know why that's such a big deal, but people seem to have an issue with it. Yeah. The, um, before we had salesmen, we really valued the introvert in society. The introvert was the wise person that you would go to, to, you know, get advice and people would have discussions and people would sit and think about their thoughts before expressing anything. But as soon as we started having door to door salesmen, society really turned a page and started valuing the extrovert more. And so that's why you see a lot of effort in making people extroverted when it really kind of damages the introvert in a lot of ways and doesn't value the introvert. We need more introverted people to just be introverts and say, this is what I am. And so I'm going to value you for that. That is, I mean, I feel like I'm an extroverted introvert. Spencer's an introverted extrovert or whatever. And uh, we're just I, pretty balanced that way. But I'm an extroverted introvert. Like I can, I do have I do want to hang out. I do have things to say, but I don't want to do it all the time. Yeah. Like, like when you were like, the 4th of July is going to be kind of like a reunion. And I'm like, I didn't agree to that. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not about, I'm not about that. And I'm on this like pathway where I'm trying to like, to not do things that I don't want to do. I just want to, I just want to do shit that I want to do. Yeah. I don't want to have like, I don't want to, aside from work, <laughs> I don't want to do something that I don't want. I'm over it. I'm overdoing what everyone else th thinks I should do or whatever, what's expected. So I need to, I'm like walking this pathway between being like a, a decent, not grouch human being <laughs> and also being like, I'm not doing that. Like I believe there will, be, I don't have, I haven't built up the strength for that yet. <laughs> oh my God. Like, you know, so I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. I think the pandemic has done that to a lot of people, but like, just valuing your alone time and your sanity is one of the best things that has come out of the pandemic, I feel. So, and like, 
getting your social muscles strengthened is fucking hard. I can hardly be around people for more than two hours before I'm like, well, that'll that do. Whole day. That's my, uh, all my energy here. Yeah, right. But I'm such an extroverted introvert that I like want to make plans and I want to see people and I want to uh, enrich friendships with person to person, face to face kind of things. And I just get, you know, it's just exhausting. I feel like, um, I say, like, I, but like, I'm getting so beat down by all the commentary about how I'm not like happy go lucky. And I just feel like that's something people need to think about. Like, if you're going to comment on someone's demeanor, make sure that it's truly vile before you have anything to say. And then uh, maybe try to get some... I mean, I, I'm not never, like, pissy. I'm just, like, doing my job. <laughs> I'm just busy making, you know, 65 gin and tonics, gin and tonics in two hours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm up to, um, at, among other things, you know. So just... I don't know. It's it's affecting me and it's making me not want it's kind of making me recluse a little bit. Yeah, I get it. Which is fine. <laughs> I can be that way. I'm excited to go like start something in Hawaii. Just being somewhere else is going to help, I think. It's going to be good for you. I agree. A lot of things, a lot of things about that like uprooting your life there's a value in change of scenery and change of pace. So I'm excited for you. Yeah. Someone was explaining it to me. The, I think it was Tony, uh, Josie. Cause she's like, you're gonna have so much fun. And I'm like, what if I hate it? She's like, there's no way you're going to hate it. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, describe it to me. She's like, you know how people like lose their shit at Bryce Canyon. She's like, it's like that for us because she's like, because we, you know, we never know what they're talking about because we're from there. Mm-hmm. She's like, but that's what it's like. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I've seen people nearly crap in their pants because of Bryce Canyon. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll crap in my pants. I think you will. And then you'll get used to it. Yeah. I hope they have public transportation. It's a very small island. I'm sure they do. Yeah. 35 miles Jesus Christ well good luck <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> um, I don't think the island life is for me first of all why but, uh, I don't I don't feel comfortable with I feel like I would feel like I'm in a cage of ocean I don't really like the ocean I do like the ocean for some things. Like, I definitely want to see a whale. And if I come back as anything, I would want to come back as a whale. So maybe I would feel comfortable in the ocean. Why a whale? (laughs) Save the whales. I want to just be part of the solution here. I just love... I fucking love whales. If I were... What kind of whale? What kind of whale are you thinking? Humpback. (laughs) Humpback. Yeah. You like whales? You're, You're a horse girl, aren't you? You're a secret horse girl. Um... No, my kid is a horse girl, but I'm a whales person for sure. If I was on a little dinghy boat in the middle of nowhere and a whale just flew out of the ocean and smashed the shit out of me, that would be the best way to die, I feel like. Do you think you'd pee your pants before it went down, before you died? I think if I saw the whale shooting out and then just starting to land on me, I would just 
put out my arms like uh, Jack and Kate on the front of the Titanic and welcome <laughs> it. Like, this is the way to die. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about that. I'm planning on not going too deep into the ocean. I just want to learn how to surf and um, I want to swim as much as possible. I think it would be good. I mean, I would take a, I would definitely take a vacation on an island. But I don't well, think I would live there. Well, I can't afford to go on vacations. I have to go live there and work in order to see the place. <laughs> yeah, true. Where so, are you going to get a job? At a poke shop? Uh, like it, I don't know. Maybe like at the Marriott and do w- weddings there. Oh, I don't yeah, care. Obviously. <laughs> Be part of white uh, imperialism. Sure. Uh, you're not going to make me feel bad about this one. A job's a job. <laughs> There's literally nothing I can do about it. People are going to keep touring there, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can't like, stop it. Like, what are you going to do? Nothing. I mean, I'll obviously try to go somewhere, that like, but if there's a Marriott and then there's, like, 20 miles away, there's a local place, I'm going to choose the Marriott. <laughs> that's, that's a, you know, a mile away. Get the uh, tips, man. <clears throat> well, as much as I wish I was the white the white class that fixes things, I'm not. All I can do is vote. Uh, there's only so much the uh, lower class people can do. And it's all the money at the top that's making us do it. So if people want real change, we're the, not the people to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, honestly, we can all stop eating at Chick-fil-A and we can all stop getting jobs at Marriott's. That's... I've eaten three times at Chick-fil-A since I stopped talking to you. I, I think I've only done <laughs> since you stopped talking to me, huh? Yeah, a month ago. <laughs> Oh, like on air. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you make a conscious decision to stop talking to me? No. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, really? I think I've only eaten there once since we stopped, since I stopped talking to you. Hmm. My, how the tables have turned. Turntables. Um, I stopped eating there for like five years, to be honest. TBH. But guess what? They st- still were making that juicy chicken. And the lines were all down the place. So it's like, why torture myself? <laughs> Fuck. Where they fund anti-trans bills. I know. It's stupid. I hate it. And I hate that their chicken's so delicious. I hate it. I hate I hate that the Marriott will probably be closer than the, the mom and pop shop. But you gotta do what you gotta do. You know? I gotta eat. I gotta make money. I work hard for that money. So hard for it, honey. I honestly hate working at a corporate place anyways, but the truth of the matter is there's, there's just going to be locals everywhere. I want to, I want to get involved with the locals. Yeah. And I want to do weddings, you know, cause that's just where the money's at. Uh, doesn't Mal photograph weddings? She's yeah, just but, mostly yeah, maternity. She, no, she does weddings. Um, I like that she's doing those love yourself things like right after Roe v. Wade. Honestly, I think I need to get back on the social media, but the minutes that I spend on there, this is why I'm off social media, by the way, I'm spending 90 days off. Uh Um, I dissociate so heavily. I'm running away from my life and my child deserves me to be in her life. So I've gotten off social media to provide a way for my brain to strengthen its in real life strength, yeah. I guess. 
but I'll be back. But I haven't seen any of that stuff, so. I feel like I'm definitely, like, in a dark hole, and social media is, like, my precious, so. (laughs) That's a very good way to put it. I probably should emerge, but I, I don't know. I I mean, TikTok, I haven't got rid of TikTok. Well, then you haven't got rid of social media, duh. I got rid of Instagram, Twitter, on Facebook. I did this last year where I took 90 days off of Facebook and then um, got, got it kind of broke it broke my addiction to it. So it what spell, I'm hoping huh? is is that 90 days off Instagram will do the same thing. Yeah, Instagram is pictures and I like me some pictures. <laughs> It's so easy to just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Right? It really is. It doesn't make me happy. No, it's uh, it's not productive either. Not that you need to be productive. I don't know. I constantly go back and forth to being like, I can sit here and I can lay here in my bed and do this. That's what I need to do right now. I'm just hibernating and trying to get my shit back together. Yeah. And the part of me is like, this is not healthy. I am also trying to get outside during the summer too. I hate summer so much. It's, it's my, uh, you know what, sweating. Ugh. I've been working outside too. Eight hour day, eight to ten hour days outside. You're incredible. Today I did that thing where you like tuck the shirt under your sweaty boob. Uh huh. And I just like did that motion, and I just thought about my mom doing that motion. I watched uh-huh. her do it, and then like her mom before that, and her mom before <laughs> that, and like I feel like this this motion is like my heritage. <laughs> this is my ancestry and speaking to me halo's watching you do it she'll do it yeah that's funny there's certain things that i do that we all do the whole family does too that i'm just like oh my god i don't know why meth <laughs> just kidding that, that thing's methamphetamine <laughs> can we talk about price gouging I I think we did. No, we didn't. Okay, keep going. Uh, I don't know how we haven't gotten on the guillotines yet, honestly. Like, I honestly, like, with gas prices, why hasn't someone knocked down Chevron's, the leader of Chevron's door? Like, I just don't understand. Gen Z, get on that doxing, you know. (laughs) Well, I don't think they understand how it works. And, like, the food, food is so expensive right now. And... Mm -hmm so many places are recording record profits but they're gouging because there's we're in a uh, labor shortage or whatever because they won't hi- they won't raise the, the price of labor <laughs> and they're gouging the, like I went to the store the other day and I was like oh it's gonna cost me like 30 bucks 84 dollars good Christ <laughs> like it's insanity like we need to start I don't know what the Republicans should have voted fucking for that bill to investigate and stop price gouging with gasoline. But they didn't because it was Democrats. It was Democrats. This whole fucking world. <laughs> Just yeet me off of it. <laughs> yeet me. <laughs> um, one, of my, one of my friends posted something about like in 30 years, kid. Da, 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 and I'm like, there's not going to be 30 years from now, Yeah, what are you now, talking about bro? 30 years? <laughs> 
it's so annoying knowing that the world's coming to an end, but like you're still, you still have to go to work. You're still forced to participate until then. Like, like, come on, bring it on. I did see somebody saying on social media. I mean, that's why I keep TikTok is because it's so diverse. I see a lot of people, different kinds of people. Anyway, they were like, uh, how about just don't shop? Keep your money. Go get a job. Keep the money. Like, c- trade within your community. Uh, don't buy from big corporations. Try to shop local. Like, those are pretty big ways to, like, kick it to the man. But they've super- made a society that's so dependent on them that it's damn near impossible to do that. Well, like, that's super cute and stuff. And I would love to go trade whatever. <laughs> but unfortunately, I got to work. <laughs> We're like slaves. Yeah, I can't go to my mortgage broker and be like, so do you want some eyelashes for my <laughs> house payment? Right. Like Spencer's like, I could run some data for you. <laughs> We've all specialized and that's why money exists. It's a it's a they're receipts for barter. Exactly. I don't know. I just wish that uh people would make the right choices and not the choices that would you know, like we're talking about, we're benefiting families here and shafting millions and millions of people just for like the benefit of a few families getting wealthy. It's so weird. How many billionaires? Haven't, hasn't there been a billionaire every day of the pandemic made? Billionaire oh, married every day of the pandemic? Whatever, I'm trying to talk, but it's not working. <laughs> a billionaire I want to kick in the head is Elon fucking Musk. Oh my god. We've missed so much. Everybody who's a fan of that man, yeet yourself off this planet. <laughs> He's just such a douchebag. He, he just never is. He never learned how to be like a normal person, so he's being the worst. He's he's the worst at it. I swear he made that truck design to troll everybody. It's a fucking terrible truck design. Or maybe he's just not creative at all. And he's like, well, let me do a word document, uh, a paint, a paint document. <laughs> Look what I did, guys! And everybody has to clap because they fucking suck his dick. Yeah, everyone's like clapping like they clap on a uh, Galaxy Quest. I just imagine that Trump meme or Trump gift that's like him showing the paper, but like somebody's drawing a cat <laughs> on it. <laughs> God, when's that guy going to jail? You think never? Never. They might be getting close, but I don't think. I. That's what money does, is it keeps you out of jail. I just feel like if I... <laughs> if it wasn't, you know, yeah, exactly, it's a money thing. Like, if this is a bunch of white trash hillbillies doing this shit, they'd all been in jail for, or prison for a year already. Criminals don't do time. I mean, <sighs> rich criminals don't. I, I guess O.J. Simpson. Eventually. He eventually did this time. After he stole back his own... Uh, memorabilia that's why i went to jail yeah not for actually chopping off his wife's head i don't know like honestly though i don't know there would have been blood everywhere how could he have hidden it you know we should just do a true crime (laughs) episode i don't want to get into this right now no but like tell me tell me why i'm an idiot please like because like i you're an idiot i just loved watching the people versus oj simpson and uh I well just... i've i've always thought that oj did it and then 
after my, you know, I haven't thought about it for years, but then there's like one drop of blood, which is kind of sus, but it's like, but where did all the other, like there would be blood everywhere. If you chopped off someone's head. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> and someone saw him like 20 minutes later, like what? Everywhere it would be. So I don't. Maybe he. Maybe he had something to do with it, but I don't know if he personally did it. <laughs> you know what? You know what my. Uh, you know what I love doing. Uh, what being devil's advocate? Uh, yes, but not. That's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the TikTok, or maybe it's a reel where they do uh, the NBA lineup. Anyways, it gives you five players, <laughs> and it's usually like middle-aged men, middle-aged to older men, okay, doing it, and how amped they get is like it gives me life. <laughs> like if they get a good lineup, they get super amped, and I'm like, that's right, that's right, like this is real life. I love it. <laughs> the thing I love about TikTok slash Reels is that your algorithm kind of there's so many different sides of TikTok. And I'm on the side that is not talking about football lineups. So no, it was basketball. Okay. Oh, okay. And I, and I happen to lineup. follow. Sh- I happen to follow Shaq because he's a great person to follow because he's hilarious. So it, you don't have to defend yourself. I'm just saying I'm not on that side of any of those things. I also follow Stephen Adams. I'm fucking watching indigenous people tell me which plants to harvest, and what part is edible. That's the side of TikTok I'm on, and lesbians existing that's what i want why don't you ever send me um indigenous people and they're you know planning um, pro- because you don't watch the tiktoks i send you that's not true at all i just don't respond to a lot of them because i don't understand why they got sent to me because <laughs> i'm thinking of you this is my love language hey i thought of you here's the thing i like it i made the best pizza today oh you didn't send me any it was just for me <laughs> <laughs> those those Native American TikToks are just for me. Okay, cool. Whatever. Enjoy just, enjoy your life. I'm just fucking razzing you. Oh, I'm just I'm not worried about it at all. <laughs> I'm picking it up and I'm throwing it back at you. How about that? <laughs> this is what we do. Um we have anything else to say? Did you uh hear about Senior Gublar um Retiring and who his replacement is? No, who is it? It's Mr. Blackner. Ooh. Did you have a crush on him? Ew, no. <laughs> uh, he was a man. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, how do you get through how do you get through school if you don't have a crush on a man? Mr. Blackner and I were I had to make an apology. You know what I'm going to do is the first time I told this story was way funny. So I'm just going to take that segment and then drop it in here. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. (laughs) It looks like you're editing this episode. Speaking of, did you hear who's going to replace Senior Gublar as the principal? Who? Mr. Blackner, my dear old friend. (laughs) What what did he teach? He taught AP biology and he was going to flunk me and I was not going to graduate high school. (laughs) And he said, maybe you should be more responsible. And I got in his face in front of his <laughs> sophomore class. And I was like, you want to talk to me about responsibility? I pay all my own bills. I have a car payment. I pay for all my at- gas. I'm at work until 10 o'clock at night. My grandmother put me in this class. 
and all the other AP classes think it would help my college, but I'm fucking drowning here. You want to talk about responsibility? <laughs> I take my brother to school every goddamn morning. I didn't say goddamn. Or fuck If him. <laughs> you do not pass me, I will be here stuck in this godforsaken town. Please pass me. I'm supposed to start college in two months. Just pass me. Just Let me get out of here. It. And he was like, all right. <laughs> he didn't. He was like, I was just like stormed out. And then <laughs> you want to talk to me about responsibility? Uh, <laughs> I run my household. <laughs> she, she went in for the kill, y'all. So uh, we were dressed in gowns, shaking hands with everybody. And Mr. Blackner says, you're graduating. And I said, I am. And he said, you are. And I said, thank you. And then <laughs> as I'm walking the pomp and circumstance... Listen, all my fucking friends were valedictorian, straight-A students, passing all their classes, had marvelous lives. That I don't know where I was, having ADHD in the corner. But I told my grandma as I'm walking, I'm like, I'm graduating. She's like, I know. And I was like, no, I'm graduating. And she's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so Mr. Blackener and I have shared words. So be, you don't have a crush on him, huh? <laughs> no. That's what, get, that's what gets the likes. <laughs> I have the antithesis of a crush on him. I had to write him on my mission and apologize because he moved Why? into my ward. And I was like, shit, I'm going to face that man someday. <laughs> What's with everyone moving to fucking Venice? Annabelle. What, that's what I meant. It's the crown of the valley. <laughs> Tepler's pond dragon, it's, man. It's first in the alphabet. Annabelle, it's uh, fine. That doesn't matter, does it? All of the all of the cutest people came from Annabelle. I'm not gonna say that about myself, but every single person I know from Annabelle was like attractive. I don't know any to name them. I guess. Fuck don't you. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it to me. You're not even necessarily from Annabelle, anyways. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> now you suddenly want to be from there? I don't understand. Oh fuck! Let's let's move on. I had a brief levity moment. I needed to get away from the seriousness. Oh. I think Mr. Gublar, I haven't heard back from him, so I wonder if he got my letter. I'm sure he did. <laughs> he was wise not to write you back. That would have only encouraged oh, you. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 right. Like, honestly, if he would have if he would have written me back, I would have been like, excuse me. <laughs> uh, this is an inappropriate correspondence. Oh, <laughs> Like, no, I said you letter. That's it. That's where it ends. I wonder if I should send uh, Mr. Blackner a letter that just says, thank you for single-handedly getting me to where I got. To where I am today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Signed, KB. <laughs> just like KB really Express. <laughs> Uh, my friend Kyle and I were going to start a uh, greeting card company called KB Express after KB Express because there was oh, one yeah. across the street from his house. What's a KB Express? Is that a gas station? It's a gas station. <laughs> but I used to make like really humorous cards and I think at some point in my life I would like to start a greeting card company. Why not? Like I'm talking hilarious cards all handmade. I, I used to do like all my Christmas cards were handmade cards. I like that. I anyway. like that for you. <laughs> Just a side thought. I think that would be a good balance between your f incredible artistic abilities and your um, hilarity. Hilarity. Your painting is going in my front room, by the way. I thought it was going in Halo's room. I, I'm finally, well, I'm hanging it up where I can see it more often. Oh, cool. I mean, <laughs> she can have it too. Do you want her to have it? 
I don't care. It's not mine anymore. I will tell you, someone was going through my art the other day, um, and they're like, "That was this is my favorite one," and it was that one. I'm like, "Well, some well, little child loves it." <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I don't care. Put it wherever you want. I just, uh, I love it a lot. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's it's grown on me. It's grown on you. You didn't like it. I just really liked that night, and I feel like I could have done better in representing it, but that's just art. That's just being an artist. That's just what it's about. I get it. The reason why I have not put anything up on my walls is because I think I'm going to fuck it up, but, like, you can't do anything. You're going to fuck it up anyway, so you just might as well do it. Did you see your dude from uh, that movie you made me watch uh, wearing shorts? Lee Price? Yeah. He was wearing a shorts, a suit with shorts. Lee Price. <laughs> He's got nice legs. He didn't skip leg day. Wait, what is his name? Hold on a second. I'm uh, not really good at IMDb. I don't know what uh, I don't know what his name is, but that's I was like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that sounds like it. Lee Pace. <laughs> it's Lee Pace. You were so close. Thank you. I, I think I thought of uh, Julie, the Paces, the Pace sisters. When I read it earlier today, though, so I should have thought about that. Oh. Wow. The Sock Garters. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah, he was. He had a look going for it, and he went this for it. This is a look. This is a very big look. <laughs> All right, I'm forwarding that dispense. <laughs> Right, forwarding that to Okay. Uh, maybe you should try this out. This is nice. Sock garters. <laughs> all right. Well, to all those who uh, were looking forward to the 4th of July thing, we'll have a time. I mean, hopefully, hopefully this country doesn't go to shit. But like we said, it just didn't feel appropriate. So we go with our guts around here. Yeah. Mine's a gunt. If you feel bad about not seeing us on the 4th of July, maybe you feel bad about more than us okay it's a bigger deal than just us yeah and um having absent women is a good metaphor for having our reproductive rights taken away so i don't know all right we got anything else that's it okay we say these things name jesus christ Amen. amen Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place... But you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.